0: Okay, here we go. You know what? You can keep moving during the holidays. I mean, you really, really you can. Travel time, fancy meals and drinks, and time constraints don't have to hamper your movement goals. Being active during the holiday season is simpler than you think. And, as a bonus, it can even help you de-stress. My name is Brock Armstrong. Welcome to this episode of Second Wind Fitness. But before we get started... As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production. But there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair, because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But if you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest device, I'm what you would call a coffee snob, if you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So win-win situation here. So go to brockarmstrong.com coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com coffee. Holidays are fun, but <laughs> they're also, let's face it, a hot mess of obligations, shopping trips, office parties, family get togethers, and other festive events. Okay, maybe I should fess up right off the bat and let you know that I am known in my family for being a bit of a Grinch. But even if you love this crap, I mean, it if you love this stuff, this still means we're spending a lot more time driving, flying, standing in line, eating, drinking, partying, all that stuff, and inevitably this leaves less time to devote to our movement and otherwise health goals. And then on top of all that festiveness, many of us feel challenges or even stress from our extra busy schedules, and that can lead us to overindulge. But, okay, ho, ho, hold on a second here. (laughs) There's good news. And that good news is that even though I just painted a rather unmerry picture, I want to assure you that it is possible to stay mobile and active during the holidays and not lose focus on your fitness goals. So, with that happy thought in mind, let's look at some strategies that can help keep you moving and energized, and perhaps even add some extra fun and entertainment to help keep you not only merry and bright, but also fit this holiday season. So, okay, here we go with the strategies to keep moving during the holidays, and it starts with number one, preload your movement. So, I'll use an example. It's probably easier than explaining this. So a few years ago, I traveled to Bermuda to report on the World Triathlon Series race that was happening there. I knew well in advance that I wouldn't have the time, the gear, or perhaps even the inclination to continue with my normal fitness routine while I was away. So instead, I loaded myself up before the trip. And what I mean by that is, in the days leading up to this trip, I simply did as much movement and exercise as I could safely muster. And you know what? You don't have to be heading to the Bermuda Triangle to use this strategy either. It's a simple concept, and it's easy to do any time that you know you are going to be pulled away from your usual fitness routine. Now, here's the big point. As you likely know, since I talk about it quite often on this podcast— Fitness is actually built while you rest after a consistent period of training. So, if you know that a period of rest is coming on in the form of a holiday break, then load yourself up by skipping some usual rest days. Do some back-to-back workout sessions. Lift slightly heavier objects than you usually do, and push yourself generally a little bit harder all the while knowing that you will be giving your body some restful care very soon. Now, my second strategy is to plan ahead. It probably doesn't come as any surprise to you that I'm saying this, but in the Way Less program's private forum, which is a weight loss program that I run with Monica Reinagle, I recently posted this little note. A friend of mine recently told me that he had lost his motivation to exercise. When I delved further, I realized that he was under the common misconception that when we fail to perform a desired action, it's due to a lack of motivation or a lack of willpower. But in reality, the issue was that he was relying on a vague goal of exercise more instead of making a plan now i told him to get out his smartphone and not only plan his dedicated exercise time but to actually write it on his daily to-do list or his calendar app since then he's only missed one of his planned workout sessions and that was because his son was ill which seems totally legit Now, it's no surprise that actually putting something like do a 30-minute online bodyweight exercise video is much more actionable than putting get more exercise. Lack of motivation is not usually the problem. Once again, a lack of planning is. And the same principle applies to holiday time. Don't leave your fitness routine up to chance. Make a plan by checking your gym or your studio in advance to find out their holiday hours. If you're relying on walking and cycling to work as your major movement time, but the office is closed during the holiday, plan to do your shopping on foot and your errands by bike instead. You can also set specific exercise goals that will get you moving early in the day before things get too busy. And there are plenty of workouts online, including online on my YouTube channel, which I'll link to in the show notes, but you can easily find it at brockarmstrong.com YouTube. And there you can find workouts that you can do in a hotel room or even your childhood bedroom that your mum has converted into a craft room ever since you left back in 89. But my point is a little planning ahead will help you make sure you don't get caught off guard. Now, the next strategy is to let go of all-or-nothing thinking. This is likely the most meaningful mindset that you can embrace, not only at this time of year, but any time you find yourself thinking, Ugh, I don't have time for X, Y, or Z. Time is tight during the holidays, and that may mean you sincerely do not have time to do your regular length routine. For example, I am quite accustomed to getting up in the morning, having my coffee, walking down to the beach, walking about a kilometer before I go into the water for a little dip, then coming back home, drying off, doing a little workout in my workout room, and so on. But that is 60 minutes that I likely won't have while visiting my family, prepping for holiday festivities or (laughs) trying to be the super cool uncle. But that doesn't mean I'll skip my movement practice altogether. I'll simply do what I can with the time that I have. Now, here are a few things you can try do some short movement breaks throughout the day whenever you have even just 5 minutes you can do some burpees unless you absolutely hate them then you can do some jumping jacks or you can do some air squats or any number of movements that are great when you don't have much time but you want to get your heart rate up i even have an entire cardio workout that you don't even have to use your legs for you can do sitting in a chair even and it's on my website and again i'll link to it in the show notes but doing those short little breaks can really add up. Another strategy is to turn chores into exercise. Now, this can be as simple as walking to the store to buy holiday meal ingredients and then carrying them home in your backpack, or it can be more involved, like adding some extra challenges while shoveling the walk. I like to alternate hands on the shovel, so I'm using a different set of muscles, and then I like to see how far I can throw the snow. Ideas like that. And another strategy is that you can turn outdoor fun into fitness. It's easy to take some regular outdoor activities and, by making some small alterations, create a heck of a workout. For example, Instead of waiting at the top of the hill for the kids to bring the sled back up, run down behind them and then walk back up with them. That means you're getting involved and you're having fun and you're getting some exercise and you're also not just standing there like a lump checking your phone and thinking about how cold you are right now. Now, on to our next strategy, which is to move as much of your body as possible. Now, there is a distinct similarity between both cardiovascular and strength training workouts, and that is that they both work better if they use your entire body. So, focus on multiple joint exercises that activate as many muscles at the same time as you can, for the biggest bang for your limited holiday time buck avoid exercises that target just one muscle group like bicep curls and instead focus on movements like turkish get-ups or simply getting down to the floor and getting back up again and i'll put a couple of videos in the show notes over at brockarmstrong.com/podcast that you can check out and that point actually leads really nicely into my next tip But before we get to that, it's time to go pay our membership fees. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon. Okay, back to our strategies to keep moving during the holidays, and we're at number five, which is plan easy home workouts. Getting dressed to work out outside or getting yourself to a gym takes extra time that you likely don't have during the holidays, so instead, focus on some movement routines that you can do at home, perhaps ones you can even do in your pajamas? just saying, (laughs) you know, one of my favorite go-to workouts that I do when I'm pressed for time or space is limited is the scientific seven minute workout. And I'll put a video of that in the show notes again at brockarmstrong.com slash podcast. But there are absolute tons of short workouts you can do that you can find all over the internet. And most of them you can easily do in your skivvies if you need to. So you don't even have to pack workout clothes. Now, the next strategy is to turn food prep into a workout. Now, if you happen to be the one responsible for holiday dinner or partially responsible, don't just prep all the food standing or all the food just sitting in the same position the entire time. Mix it up. Make your prep station dynamic. And I have to give a tip of the hat to Katie Bowman for this idea. And I'll link to one of her excellent articles as well in the show notes. This could mean putting your chopping board on the floor and kneeling next to it. If you usually sit at the table to roll the cabbage rolls, try standing at the counter instead. If the weather permits, maybe you can even do some of the food prep outside and get some fresh air. Choose different levels and different locations to challenge your body and to make it more fun. You can also shun modern convenient devices that outsource the most active parts of food prep and try some things like this instead. Mash the potatoes with a masher or a ricer instead of using an electric mixer. Roll the pie dough instead of using store-bought dough. Whip your cream by hand instead of using one of those whipped cream whippers or buying it already whipped. Or set aside the electric carving knife and work those muscles in your hands and your arms and your shoulder by using ye oldy knife. Now, Believe it or not, this all counts as very meaningful movement especially if you can manage to wrap your head around the fact that movement is not just about burning calories, right? Right? Okay. Now, our next strategy is to ignore the pressure to be sedentary. You may experience some pressure from family and friends to take a break and put your feet up, and while this advice is likely anchored in some love, we could all relax a little bit more, the idea that you need to be sedentary, overfed, with a drink in your hand to truly relax is a freaking myth. The most relaxing activity in the world can be a nice long walk, or even an easy jog, or a nice bike ride, or a yoga session, and the list goes on. Don't be fooled into just sitting on your butt. Movement is both invigorating and relaxing. Now on to our next strategy, which is to avoid the couch after a big meal. Now, many studies have shown that postprandial exercise, which is just moving after a meal, is an effective way to improve glucose control in individuals with type 2 diabetes, as well as folks with no blood sugar issues. The most consistent benefits that researchers have found is from long duration, about 45 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic exercise, like going for a walk. But shorter walks will help too, you don't have to do 45 minutes. Resistance training also appears to be an effective way to manage blood glucose after a meal as well. And, To me, that sounds like some good old snow shoveling or building a snow fort or many other fun activities that challenge your muscles, because really that is what resistance training is, is just something that challenges your muscles. And finally, the researchers from a study from the Department of Exercise and Sports Science recommend that individuals focus on increasing energy expenditure after the largest meal of the day. So before you even start cleaning up the kitchen and doing the dishes, bust a move instead. And my final strategy is to make it fun. If you have family around, especially children, making your exercise time fun and game-like can be just as effective as hitting the gym. Sledding, street hockey, skating, skiing, snowshoeing, winter hiking, they're all fun and movement-filled activities. And you know what, if it's too hazardous outside for some of you or your family or your guests, then you can play your usual indoor games, but play them on the floor. This will get everyone's knees and hips working at different angles than usual. And yes, it is okay to have cushions available to make it comfier. I mean, we're trying to move our bodies in unique ways, not punish ourselves or our guests. Now, okay, just to make sure that you understand that I walk the walk, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and here's my plan. I'm actually traveling on the morning of December 24th this year, so I have some added challenges, or maybe I have some added opportunities, right? See what I did there? (laughs) Well, you be the judge. But in any case, this is my plan. On December 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, I will make sure to get some good full body workouts done. So allowing my body some extra rest time is not only permissible, it's actually encouraged. Remember, that's the time when your body actually builds the fitness is after you've done the work and give it some rest. And then on the 24th, At the airport, I'll not go and sit in the lounge waiting for my flight to board. Instead, I'll pace, I'll stretch, I'll squat, I'll just keep my body moving, because let's face it, I'll be sitting more than enough on the plane itself. Then, when I arrive, we'll drop our bags off of the Airbnb, and then we'll walk to the nearest grocery store with our backpacks to stock up on some healthy and delicious food. Then, when it's time to make dinner... I'll stand at the counter or I'll squat on the floor to do my part of the food prep. And again, we're going to be in an Airbnb and I bet they don't have a food processor or an electric knife, so all the better to get more movement in. Then after dinner, even if it's dark, we'll go for a walk. The washing up can wait. And since we spent so much time sitting on the plane, I will likely throw in some fun gallops and some leaps and otherwise try and get my heart rate up in some other fun ways. Then, once we come back to the Airbnb, we'll settle down on the floor to play a game or two before we go to bed. And you know what? That sounds pretty great to me. And remember, I'm the one in my family who is known as the Grinch. Now, my name is Brock Grinch-Armstrong. Thanks for listening to Second Wind Fitness.